MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to VEASAN's Primetime Action on a Thursday night, hour number two from the South Point Hotel Casino. Do we give the South Point enough juice? The majestic South Point from where we broadcast. Here it's on the jamming in here the past few weeks. I'll tell you that much. Uh, who's it? Brian Musburger told us. He goes, he's been to every casino in town. He's like, it's the most crowded casino going these days. Bowlers from all over the world have right. flocked. Skill the Alexander. bowling capital of Las Vegas <laughs> that's right. for some serious tournament action. Okay, that's enough. Skill Alexander, <laughs> Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. There it is. Look at that beautiful, beautiful shot. I just got New Jersey for a second when I said beautiful. Beautiful shot of the uh, South Point there, the tip of the strip. Uh, Gil, Matt, Kelly, Danielle is off tonight. Uh, let's update all the scores for everybody, if we will, Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Over in... Uh... Orioles and Blue Jays, it's already a bit of a runaway. Blue Jays, six Orioles, nothing. That is in the top of the second inning. Um, no live numbers currently up for that game. The Nationals piling on the Marlins, five to nothing. Uh, live total for that game, 11 and a half. And um, see, Nationals minus one and a half at plus 130. Marlins plus one and a half at minus 160. The Red Sox and Rays scoreless, bottom of the third. The Braves and Reds, 1-1 bottom of the third. The Reds, a minus 210 live favorite. Braves, plus 170, 9.5. 
the live total. Astros leading the Tigers four to nothing, top of the third. Jeez. Uh, if you wanted to wanted to get in live on the Tigers, twelve to one, and twelve and a half is the live total. And that's all we got going right now, guys. Four, yeah, to, nothing, that, four that, to nothing in the base is juiced, I believe. Ba- four to nothing in the base is juiced. The, uh, the, the Orioles and Blue Jays, uh, Dean Creamer, the uh, starter there for the Orioles, lasted one-third of an inning. He walked the first three batters of the game Ooh. and then, uh, then gave up an RBS. He walked two more. He walked five guys in a third of an inning. That is unfortunate. Six earned. I could do that. Six earned <laughs> leaves after 39 pitches. They have to go to the pen one-third of an inning into the game. And, yes, the Blue Jays up 6 nothing. Is any equivalent in other sports to, like, not being able to hit the strike zone? Like any other sport where, like, the sport just stops. You know, like, yeah. there's no way. It's like, I'm sorry, you can't hit the strike zone. We could do this all day. Yeah, we're just going to keep you. on. You keep failing over and over <laughs> and over again, and we're just going to let them keep going over and over and over again. Yeah. By the way, uh, you did a nice job inducing a, a Kyle Schwarber home run earlier. Anybody else you want to call out and see if uh, you can? <laughs> I've, got, I've got an update on that. Stats by stats with this tweet. Kyle Schwarber is the first player in MLB history to homer 11 times out of the leadoff spot over a span of 13 games. Wow. Yeah. 11 times out of the leadoff spot over a course of 13 games. I'm thinking about great home run hitters from the leadoff spot over time. Ricky Henderson had some moments in the mid-80s for the Yankees where he was hitting home runs late in his career. Brady Anderson, a, how can I put this, outlying year with the Baltimore Orioles in the 90s where I believe he ended up hitting 50 he did. from the leadoff spot. Yeah. But 11 in 13 games, I guess neither of those two guys did. And Kyle Schwarber has now. For the Washington Nationals. A couple of first pitches that are coming up here. 8-10 Eastern, 5-10 Pacific. It is the Indians and the Twins. That is Giancarlos Mejia against Jose Barrios. Barrios, minus 190 favorite there with the Twins over the Indians. If you want the Indians, plus 160. And we have the Pirates and the Cardinals. That is Chad Cool and Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez and the Cardinals, minus 162 favorites, plus 140 on the Pirates, and if this was anybody other than the Pirates, I would be pulling the trigger on this. Carlos Martinez has had a yeah. rough go of it of late, but, man, it's just very, very hard with it being the Pirates for me to pull the trigger. Literally, I think almost any other team in baseball, I would be betting against Carlos Martinez tonight, but I just can't do it with the Pirates. It's a, it's an interesting thing in sports betting when, you know, the numbers say one thing, but your brain enters. You know, we're all, we're all human, yeah. Matt. This just in. We're all human. And so you... You see, hey, there could be value on the Pirates, but your brain tells you, I just can't live through this experience. I, I don't, yes. I do not want to have to be checking my phone yeah. and going, oh, the Pirates didn't score again. <laughs> oh, look at that. Some oh, bet- they're getting one hit. You know, like, oh, great. Some bets you just don't want to live through. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I get your point. Carlos Martinez is very vulnerable. Minus 155 still feels awfully expensive. On Martinez, the Cardinals. Cardinals, very middling year this year, 35 and 38, just sort of floundering uh, in the middle of the National League Central, which is, you know, a division that still very much in the balance. Uh, Pirates doing their 26 and 46 thing at the bottom of that division. Brewers with a half game lead over the Cubs a little later on. Cubs will take on the Dodgers. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Danielle Alvari off tonight. This is VEASAN's primetime action. Those are all of our Twitter handles. Hit us up. We always appreciate the feedback. Uh, good, bad, ugly, witty more than anything, I think, is yes. what we appreciate. Yeah. If it's, even if it's bad, if it's witty, we enjoy it. 
Perfectly think, fine. Yeah, yeah perfectly. Make fine us giggle. It. Like, yeah, we'll we'll read it. You know, anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Make us giggle at ourselves. We're yeah. fine with that too. Let's talk some NBA. Let's bring him in. He's the senior NBA analyst at the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Uh, just hosted my guys in the desert moments ago. He never stops working. Got his own podcast called the Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel. Ladies and gentlemen, coincidentally, it is Jonathan Von Tobel. How you doing, JVT? I'm good. Yeah, it's been a busy day. Had the the write up on the website. Got the hardwood handicappers episode up today. Had my guys in the desert hanging out with you guys. Got nightcap later. What else? What else can I do? Uh, I don't know. I mean, don't uh, if, if you want me to give suggestions, I'm happy to, and then we can uh, have, <laughs> have you go on a treasure hunt of some sort. Let's start with what you wrote in Point Spread Weekly. Obviously, Atlanta beats the. Bucks last night before we get to tonight's game. Atlanta beats the Bucks by three. They do so as eight-point dogs win it outright. And you wrote in Point Spread Weekly the whole deal about, hey, you can hide Trey Young on defense uh, when P.J. Tucker is out there. I sort of just, you know, I'll throw this out to you. You were one of the people who said, okay, great run for the Hawks against the Sixers. This is a terrible matchup. That thing about Trey Young and P.J. Tucker definitely manifested yesterday. Was there anything about yesterday's game that takes you off the position that the Bucks really are still a bad matchup for the Hawks and that it's just the Bucks that can't get out of their own way, at least not last night anyway? Not entirely, right? Because a lot of what you kind of thought was going to happen did for the most part. Like I even put in the piece, too, Gilbert, and I think I told you when I talked to you yesterday um, like about how the fact that you know there's – Certainly a universe in which Trey Young exploits that top coverage, right? Just hits floater after floater and kicks it out to three-point shooters. And, you know, they have a really solid offensive game plan. And why well, I thought those games were going to be uber competitive, and you saw that. But I think one of the things that gives you a little bit more confidence, right, if you're still on the side like I am with Milwaukee, if you have like a Milwaukee and five ticket, right, and winning four straight is a very hard task, especially in the Eastern Conference Finals. But look at the the contributions of the others with Trey Young. When he was out there, they scored 108 points when he was on the floor. He scored, created, or assisted 80 of those points. Both Domodovich did not have um, a very good day, right? You know, we did not shoot the ball very well. Well, Williams, I think, contributed that he was under 10 points. But, like, regardless, outside of that whole realm of Trey Young being absolutely incredible, the other pieces outside of John Collins and Clint Capella uh, were not really, it didn't really exist. And so you saw that Milwaukee, with their defense, decided to stick with that job coverage for the most part, allow Trey Young to win the game for them. But I don't know if that happens every single night, right? So I do think that as you move forward here, there was a point in the fourth quarter where Milwaukee was led by seven, and we thought, I actually thought that they were going to cover that number at some point. They ultimately fell apart. So I, I still think I'm still relatively confident that the matchups are going to play out the way that they do. I think maybe where I'm wrong is thinking that that was going to be potentially a five-game series. And maybe Atlanta and Trey Young, uh, still deserve a little bit more respect, and maybe this stretches out to six. But for the most part, I still feel relatively confident where I stand. So, John, let's talk about the game uh, tonight. We're sitting here. I think it's ticked up to one and a half most places. I think there is a two still available out there at a couple of books. And, uh, yeah, actually, you can find ones, one and a half, and twos right now across the uh, legal market out there in favor of the Suns, who – go on the road to face a Clippers team without Kawhi Leonard and a banged-up Marcus Morris. I have a prove-it bet on the Suns as one-point favorites in this. Clippers, prove it to me that you can get this done with Paul George and uh, somebody else having to step up and be a, a true secondary option, true secondary scorer here. How do you think things break down tonight? Yeah, and I think so. What I am hoping for, Matt, and you know, I don't really have anything in this game. I did bet under uh, the 222, and that totals moved down a little bit. But if we're talking about you know analysis on the side and 
what this looks like from a game plan perspective. And as somebody who has an 11-1 taken on the Clippers to win the NBA final, is I am hoping that, that Ty Lue comes back to this small ball lineup and sticks to it. Because if each Zubac played 18 minutes in game one, he played 34, 36 minutes in game two, uh, they are winless in this postseason in the games in which Zubac has played over 18 minutes. And it just hasn't worked. And you can still play small against this Phoenix Suns team. right? DeAndre Ayton is still much more live. He is a better post player offensively than Rudy Gobert is, but he's not just limited to rolls to the basket and finishing on lobs. You, know, you can give it to him in the low post, and he can finish over to some of those smaller guys. But it's kind of like you know, Aaron Rooney and I use the analogy today, right, where you're in a glass box and you're under water and all the cracks start filling. You've know, you got to plug a hole, but another one springs. Which hole are you going to plug? And I'd rather plug the let's go small and not allow this backcourt to beat us, and let's see if DeAndre Ayton can drop 30, you know, 30 and 15 or whatever it's going to be, and we can live with that. Because I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker, what they're able to do, especially when they're together, those pick and rolls are so deadly. And when those guys can move the ball around, when Booker can score and get to his spot, that's going to be much harder, I think, to keep up with than it would be if Aiton's just consistently beating you on low posts and posts up and things of that nature. Because, you know, through the first two games, this team's really competitive. They're shooting 40%, uh, 40.7% from three-point range, the Clippers are. Offensive rating of just over 116 to the two games. But I think a lot of that has to do with this small ball lineup being successful. And I think you mentioned one of the most important pieces to me. Marcus Morris only played 21 minutes in game one, played 25 minutes in game two. He wasn't on the injury report today. So you would expect that he is healthy and ready to go. And if he is, that's their small ball center. And I expect a little bit of an adjustment here, which means less Rajon Rondo, less of each Zubac, and a little bit more success for the Clippers offensively. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for with my future. But Chris Paul slows this thing down. So I think it's going to be another low-scoring, slow-paced affair, kind of like we saw in game two. JVT, we'll let you go with this, just to clarify then. So you're riding with your with your futures plays or the, pl- the plays that you already have in pocket, but as far as the games itself, tonight game three, Suns Clippers, tomorrow game two with the Hawks seven and a half point dogs. I think I'm going right back to the well on the Hawks plus seven and a half. Do you have any pre-flop plays on either of those two? No, yeah, so today uh, under 222 is what I have for tonight. And then I, I did take seven and a half. Uh, already today with the, the Atlanta Hawks as well. It's hard not to, you know, Gil, I, was, yeah. I, I told you how I thought it was going to be a short series, but a competitive one. I, I took eight with Atlanta yesterday, and I'm seven and a half here again today. This is a Hawks team that still can do some things uh, that will give the Milwaukee Bucks a, a little bit of issues on a night-to-night basis. So I think seven and a half, until you see that market adjust, Hawks are going to be a, a play for me too. So I took seven and a half with Atlanta. I'm with you, man. JVT, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll cut your night short because I know you've been busy. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Jonathan Von Tobel, everybody, at MeJVT is where you can follow him on Twitter. And uh, for our for our rest of the country betters out there, there are eights that are available right now if you do want the uh, if you do want the Hawks. So there are eights that are out there. Listen, I mean, I guess that game last night, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, right, the Hawks won the game outright, so you don't even think about the spread. But there was a moment there pretty late where the Bucks could have actually covered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, they were up seven with under four minutes to go. So, yeah, it was it was in that range. Uh I just don't want to act uh, for those out there who are listening. You're like, wait a minute. No, I, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, these games, we tend to, one of our tasks, I think, is better is just to be honest with what happened and not necessarily, you know, see it through the prism of our bet. So I, I totally get that, like so many NBA games, that could have gone either way. But again, giving me all those points, I feel a whole lot more comfortable. Well, I guess the one I'm surprised, I'm surprised to hear it's already moved in that direction. Yes. I understand if you're a book Maybe opening the same number as you had game one based off of what you saw, but I would think that I 
I would think when we talk, we don't talk number key numbers often in the NBA, but it, it, it's they're all three through seven, and, and it kind of ends at seven. So I, I guess if anything, I would expect it to go to that seven or under, maybe to a six and a half, not keep rising above it. It's you know, uh, let's go back to the series price on the Hawks if we could for a second. They're up one to nothing, and they're plus one seventy five, one plus one seventy per DraftKings. By the way, we'll talk to Johnny Avello from DraftKings a little later on tonight and ask him all sorts of uh, sports book perspective questions. But the Hawks at plus one seventy. If the Hawks win Game Two, where do you suppose that series price goes to? Ooh, that will sway tremendously. Like that's not going to be. That's not going to be coin flippy at a 2 nothing lead. No, it would probably go to Hawks, what, 130? I would think even higher. You're going back home. Yeah, probably. Isaiah was asking me, he's like, are you coming back, are you going to you know, lay, lay with the Bucks because you've got a cheaper price? And I was like, no, I think the only way I'd go back in on the Bucks is if Let's say they win game two, Hawks win game three. Then I could probably get, you know, Bucks. You know, I'm getting Bucks at a nice plus price then probably with the Hawks up two to one. That that I'd probably take a piece of. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating tomorrow night. I don't know, I, you know, this series, the, the Hawks-Bucks to me is just from a, not only from a betting standpoint, but also from a fan standpoint, just so much more intriguing because watching the Bucks try to figure out, okay, we're so much better, we should be able to solve this puzzle. Um, yet, after, you know, the Clippers' uh, Suns game two shenanigans late, hard not to be drawn into this series either. either. I just think that the, the Suns-Clippers, to me, is less bettable on a game-to-game basis. Like, I have no feel. Like, to me, the Clippers and the Suns wouldn't be surprised if just toggled back and forth all game long, and then somebody ends up you know, making the run late to win it. I don't know. But even from an in-game perspective, we, we talk about this a lot. Like tonight, here we have it, game three. Is there an in-game strategy for any of us here? Is it if the Suns fall way behind, you'd want to make a bet on the Suns? Is that it? The most likely in-game bet you'd make? I think the only thing I think I can make myself making, Matt, is if they get out to a quick Quick scoring, a lot of scoring early. I might play an in-game under. I do think that there's. I think there's going to be. I think there's under. I, I think there's value on both totals in these two series. Uh, we hit the over last night. Yes, we did. I think the o. I, I think I'm going to probably quit. Uh, keep playing that at least small until that number adjusts a bit more, or uh, you know, or or the game changes a bit. I think this this series is going to continue to trend under for most of the part too. You got two slower paced teams. Uh, two, you know, two, two quality defensive teams in my mind, and then you're missing, uh, you know, I think that will be, I, I didn't bet it tonight because I wanted to see how Chris Paul would impact the Phoenix offense, but with the Clippers without Kawhi, we talked about the offense on and on about, you know, where are they going to get the the help from. So I, I think there's value, a little bit of value in the under in this series and the over in the other one, game to game here, but that would be the as far as in game. I think that'd be the only thing I'd look at tonight because it's not something I fired on pregame, but I might maybe in game. So we are on the NBA plan for the NHL tonight. It is uh, seventeen <laughs> past the hour. We are just getting the face off here. The Knights are going to go off as about minus one forty two favorites. So late money coming in on the Knights moved to just a little bit more. Canadians plus one fifteen as the puck drops here at seventeen minutes. After you think the hour. Andy McNeil? You think Andy McNeil coming on our air and doing that had something to do with that? <laughs> Did we do that? Uh, they are underway, as you say. And so, you know, first goals. I was just saying off air to you guys. First goals in hockey 
closeout games, hockey playoff games, period. Hockey, period, right? But like hockey mm-hmm. closeout games in the playoffs means so much. Like if you look at the historical stats. So my moods are either going to be really bright if the Canadians go up first uh, or very, very distraught. If the uh, if the Knights draw first blood and go one nothing because it just means so it's so magnified in a postseason game, let alone a potential closeout game. Uh, but you know, here we are at the South Point. There's going to be a lot of very sad people here in Vegas if the Knights get bounced tonight. Definitely. And if you weren't with us, it is Robin Leonard in goal for the for the Golden Knights tonight. Um, you know, we asked Andy McNeil how rare this is. He said it's, it's, it's pretty rare because the teams that are juggling goalies are typically the ones that aren't doing very well. Yeah, no, that's a great question from you uh, it, because it is. It's, you know, again, they wouldn't be here without, without Mark andre Fleury. That's the understatement of the year. And the notion that he made a horrible mistake in Game 3 that the Canadians ended up winning in OT. And then, you know, there are some advanced stats also that, that – have not been in flurries that have not made flurry look good lately. So it's not just the mistake. He has looked a little fatigued. Some would say as well, Mm -hmm. nonetheless, pretty bold to make that move. You're kind of damned if you do or damned. if Right. Because if he goes out there and blows it, what did you do? Why didn't you? And then, yeah. And then of course, if, if Leonard gives up four tonight, they're going to say like, that's why you don't go away from the guy that that brought you there. So I mean, Leonard had one of those games of the postseason when they started that series against the avalanche, where they, you know, they, they started Leonard and they just got housed by the Avalanche. That ended up not hurting them in the end as they came back and beat the Avalanche earlier in this postseason. So you, it, it is such a tough spot to be in. By the way, for those who care and who have made Canadians bets, we can all compare uh, Canadians bets throughout the series. I bet the the Habs, uh, Les Habitants, uh, prior, to this, uh, prior to this series, I bet them at plus 384. Then when they were down one to nothing, I bet them at plus 688. And then, um, I don't know if it was one or two games later, I can't remember now when I made this one, plus 278. So, um, by the way, Carey Price getting peppered here early and made a nice save there, just 133 into this one. So, uh, very exciting hockey, basketball tonight. This is, I'll say it again, we said it last night, this is, is such a blessing Right now wasn't necessarily a blessing early on, but now that now that basketball and hockey, you know, now that we're seeing the manifestation of it being staggered later, yeah. and we've got Wimbledon on the horizon, we got the Open Championship, the Olympics, Euro Cup 2020 really starts in earnest this weekend. Now that the group stage is over, um, a very very awesome late June sports calendar here, which we don't typically have. We're we're usually in the NBA final. You know, finals last couple games at this point. NBA finals game seven would be like July twenty second this year or something yeah, like that. Something like that. I mean, if these and those dates are set, I could pro- I probably should look them up quickly. Yeah. But the uh, like if we if these series go by quickly, this might be one of those NBA finals where you've got to wait like a week for oh, a week plus. Those four. are the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. I look down. The Toronto Blue Jays now up seven nothing on the Orioles. It was that guy. Vlad Jr. goes deep, his oh. 24th of the year, his 61st RBI on the season. He is hitting 342 with a 445 OBP. 445 OBP. Okay. Um, all right, we'll come back. Uh, Johnny Avella will join us, among other things, from DraftKings. We will talk to him, uh, get his perspective from behind the sports book. We'll also continue our NFL division by division. Analysis. We'll go to the AFC North. We'll go to the AFC South. Montreal on the power play here. Montreal on the power play. I missed that. Uh, 
Let's go. Let's get it done. Just starting here early in this hockey game. Game six of the Stanley Cup semis between the Canadians and the Knights. Coming back on Visa's primetime action. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or, Indian, or in Indian, I should say, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See www.draftkings.com for details. Matt, uh, what's your... Uh, What's your fantasy story these days? You and I uh, did with our buddy Dave Farah and others, and a, and a cast of thousands. Uh, we did a fantasy show for one football season. Uh, are you still deep into fantasy during football season or also beyond in the calendar year? Mm, yeah, I mean, you know, season long is kind of not as important to me anymore, but I am in still one fairly high-ish stakes league or whatever, so hmm. I take that one seriously. The other ones, like I have one with my buddies that I've just been in for like twenty years, right. so you can't, you cannot, they won't let be, you. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah. So it's just like you got to keep playing that one. It's like <laughs> another one's like, oh, okay, yes, I'm, I'll be back in this I, year. I had those and I finally did get out of them, so I'm, I'm down to zero. Kelly, you do any fantasy? Yeah, we talked about this last year. I got down to zero like a yeah. couple years ago, and I finally did. Like I, I. About you, Gil, I, I well, I guess this would be your first year with zero, so you don't know yet. Like, I missed it a little bit. Yeah, last year was my first year with zero. Okay, so I missed it a little bit, but like, I don't know if it's enough to that I want to jump back in again. It's I, good having rooting interest in individual players in games because typically we only root for, you know, the bet we made, right? And yeah. so, like, having a little bit of an extra sweat, it, it's you know, that's a little less. Pressure. That, that's true. Yeah, it gives you. you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It gives you a sweat that's like you're not like every single thing that happens you're like dying about. And you, you know? could also you could also always play the game in your head where they gets the team you bet against, but you got a player on there. You know, it's like a mental hedge almost. Like, all right, well, I just lost <laughs> a lot of money, but at least like I'm going to win my fantasy week. I just noticed when I was in multiple fantasy leagues that I, I just it started to matter too much to me yeah. sometimes and I'm like wait a minute I don't even have nearly as much on this as I do on my we best. should just do one like midish stakes one here I like at I the would network do that. with like yeah. a of course there's a monetary payout but then also punishment punishment prizes is key. Well. Yeah, we're really like, big on punishment here yeah, on the like, show yeah, punishment I, things I have well. been uh I have been just uh because uh, Isaiah told me that I as long as I paid for it I could get him to get Gardner Minshew's mullet but he's backed away from that. So I've been sending him haircut designs all day. So I'm very about the punishment, Matt. I'm with you, yes. Hmm. Like to the, what was the one recently? 24 hours in a Waffle House? That, now, how great was that, by the way? That's great. So, like, I want one of those kind of punishments. Well, it was great. Let's give the gentleman credit. And I, uh, his name escapes me. Hopefully we can find it here in the interim. But a guy lost his fantasy football league. And he actually was the guy that made the suggestion that mm-hmm. whoever finishes last uh, has to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. And the uh, what, what I love about the uh, Lee the, Sanderlin, Lee Sanderlin, thank you. Lee Sanderlin is actually a writer, I think, for a local paper down there in Mississippi. So he was actually quite funny. It, it might not be nearly as entertaining if the person who ends up losing isn't as clever as Lee is. 
Uh, but he ends, you know, he the rules, you got to love the adult, the young adult male brain for all the rules they would come up with. It's okay for every waffle you eat successfully, if successfully eat, you get an hour shaved off. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Because okay. I was going to say, like, that's extra punishment if I had, I didn't know I had to sit there and eat waffles, but if it cuts down on the time. Yes. But then there's the issue of how many waffles before you get completely ill. Now, they had extra caveats to the rule. If you regurgitated said waffles, you did not get the hours back, right? They said, no, you won't get punished. It's like a, a what's the, it's the reversal in the hot dog eating contest. Right. They always crack. Right. always cracks me up. No, no additional punishment oh, then I would just reversal. eat until I made myself sick then. I would eat as many waffles as <laughs> – I would just keep getting sick over and over again until I was only there for like an hour. So you have that kind of makeup. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I don't think I yeah. could do that either. But I also – like I would rather have a reversal than be full on waffles uh. and have to sit there for like six – 16 more hours just smelling waffles. <laughs> I think that smell would get to yeah, you. Like that would get yeah. to you quick. Anyway. Waffles we, are underrated, by the way. Waffles are good. Waffles are waffles good. Waffles are underrated. We talked yeah. about this off air, though. Like, I, I could do 24 hours. If I had a laptop and, like, you know, some 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 booze, maybe something to drink. Yeah, I, I could make it. Sure. Or you don't know what the rules are. You, I don't they know probably, the rules. if they were smart, they cut out all those things. That's right. I'm a friendly guy, though. I could make friends at a Waffle House, no problem. Oh, you could, absolutely. Yeah, 24 hours? You're very, off with everybody. you're very lovable, Kelly. Very lovable. They would love you at a Waffle House. By the way, I don't know if any of that talk uh, made people want to do this promo or, or shy away from the promo, but I should say that, again, if you uh, download the DraftKings app, use promo code VEASAN, uh, and then you, you can sign up now. New customers will get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VEASAN when you sign up for fantasy, daily fantasy sports over there at DraftKings. Again, we'll talk to Johnny Avella later. We'll update all the scores. We'll continue our division-by-division division NFL analysis next. Still 0-0, seven minutes in. VGK and Montreal. It's VEASAN's primetime action. This summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new V-CIN gear. we got hats, shirts, and mugs with the V-CIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about. And it's not under till it's over. Visit the V-CIN store today at vcin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vcin.com slash store. The perfect gift for that sports betting person in your life. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Danielle Alvari off tonight. This is Vison's Primetime Action. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with the Clippers and the Suns starting a little after the top of the hour, it's time for Prop Watch. It's interesting how that whisper comes in every time. It's never Side fails. note, Gil. Yes. Two spot in the top of the first for the Pirates, of course. <laughs> of course. That never <laughs> fails. I think we are 70 bajillion and 0 on bets we think about making uh, and don't. I'm pretty sure we're a documented 70 bajillion and 0 on those. <laughs> Well, of course, it's only the first day, but still, yeah. of course, it happened. Two to nothing, Pirates. Um, when you, what was, what was your words? If this was anybody but the Pirates. Anybody but the Pirates. Carlos Martinez <laughs> has, like, been horrible for his last, of course, two spot in the top of the first. By the way, the Canadians also survived, you called this out, a Carey Price moment where he got completely um, just pushed out of the goal. There was about three or four seconds, I don't know if it was three or four seconds, but at least two or three seconds where Vegas had an empty goal to work with and uh, couldn't make it happen there. All right, Suns Clippers tonight, game three. 
Paul George. Again, no Kawhi Leonard. Chris Paul available for the Phoenix Suns. Paul George, no surprise. The high mark for the Clippers players. 30.5 is where his total is set for points. 8.5 for boards. Also, uh, the the top Clipper, I believe, in that category as well. His PRA, 44.5. Devin Booker, 28.5. Devin Booker will be masked tonight. The old transparent mask after his nose got banged up by uh, Patrick Beverly the other night. 28.5 for him in points. 5.5 for boards. His PRA points, rebounds, and assists at 39.5. And And then there's uh, Kelly's guy. Kelly, let's just start there. You have a play on Reggie Jackson at 18.5. Yeah, I went over his point total. Um, yeah, again, this is uh, just when we talk about guys that create create their own shot and create their own offense on the L.A. Clippers at this point, you're really down to Paul George and Reggie Jackson. And that, that's, he's been hitting his point total. I also got very close to playing his over three point, uh, the two and a half on his over threes for the game, but decided to go with uh, just the point total because he's doing more, doing more inside the arc than he does as kind of more of a role player on this team. So um, that's the one I actually bet. Matt, I got close on a few of these, though. I, I, I Paul George over threes. We discussed this the last game. He he didn't get there last time. And I've seen I've seen some two and a halves around now back on that prop. The volume's been there with this guy. I mean, he's launched past games, eight last game, 15 the game before that, five. 9, 10, 10, 6, 8. The volume's there. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't I don't mind anybody playing that. And then DeAndre Ayton, which we were playing we've played a couple times his points or points plus rebounds. I mean, after what he's done early in the series, I I, I looked over over on that one too. I almost got close to playing it. I I kinda like the the Zubots over on the on just just points and points and rebounds. I think there's you can bet just points and rebounds. I think if, if I mean, even if, if PRA, it's probably the same number anyway, actually, because he doesn't assist. So, I mean, like, it's probably the same number. But he's going to have to stay on the court. Right? Like, they, they can't afford to, ha- with with the way Aiton is playing and the way Aiton has, has has dominated these first couple of games, like Zubac just has to be on the court because he just has to be that guy that can at least create some sort of trouble. When you're that big, you fall into a handful of rebounds as it is anyway. So, wouldn't surprise me if he's over the seven and a half rebounds as it is anyway. So let's say he gets nine tonight. So now you're only asking for another nine points out of it. Yeah. I, I kind of lean a little bit towards towards that. And it's more of just a he's going to have to play the minutes as opposed to, oh, I think, you know, his skill set is so great and this matchup is so great or whatever. It's just a, a more of he's going to be out there. He's big. The rebounds are going to fall to him at some point. He's a decent rebounder as it is anyway. And then we're asking for a handful of points from him. He, um, that's an interesting note on just this series in general. Like, if I if I were to tell you the biggest problems with the Clippers right now, okay, well, obviously one's Kawhi. The second one it would be Zubats because he's getting – he has to play. Like you said, yeah. Matt, with this matchup in Aiton, he has to play, yet all playoffs long he's been getting ripped on the pick and roll. So especially with Chris Paul back in there tonight, like, I think they're going to take advantage of that again. But I'm with you. Like, I don't really know how – like, you can't take him off the court. The, yeah, I mean, they have to have someone down there that can at least be somewhat – in, in, intimidating, you know. So, Chris uh, Paul back here. He's at seventeen and a half points, four and a half rebounds, thirty and a half points, rebounds, and assists. One and a half three pointers made. His reincorporation to the lineup, Matt. You've you've said it many times. He didn't come off an injury here. Just yeah. a couple games where he was asymptomatic with COVID. So this shouldn't be too much of a you know acclimation period here. Any thoughts on his numbers? 
I think it's pretty spot on, actually. Yeah. Like, I think it is pretty right. I mean, that's where we would be looking for him for points. I think that's a very fair look at what his, you know, assist total would be whenever you kind of add that in your head, what the the PRA and all that. So, you know, I, I think it's fair. I think it's hard for me to play it, you know, one way or the other. I mean, I, I'm sure there's going to be people out there who say, well, if you're going to play it, you have to play the under because we don't know, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But I, I, I think it's fair. I don't. I, don't have the I, I disagree. Like I don't. I don't have a play on it, Matt. I, and but these are the numbers. It's to go along with what you've laid out very well. This guy, this is not an injury he's coming back yeah. from, and he was injured earlier. So if anything, he should be healthier. These are the same numbers we were seeing, uh, you know, get posted for his props. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be one of those guys. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm playing. I'm not playing anything with him, but I, I wouldn't be running to play an under on Chris Paul. Gil, you have one extra person out on the yes, ice. Yes, I do. Another power play. You can tell I'm distracted. Uh, and again, I, I didn't anticipate this being the case, but if the Canadians are able to knock out the Knights, let's just say this is a pretty significant little win for me here. This is it's just yeah. this, so. This is the second power play here, just in the yeah. first you know 13 minutes of of this game. They were able to to squash the first one, but man, this is. Uh, this is not what you want to see if you're a Knights fan when you are trailing in this series. Or if you can survive this, you may be thinking to yourself, well, maybe there's a, maybe there's a makeup uh, penalty in the future for us. You know, not quite the same way as basketball we have makeups, but who knows? So, by the way, the first power play, I should say, was very listless by, by the Canadians. This one not starting off much better uh, as the uh, Knights have killed off the first 50 seconds of it. Um, and this is your friendly reminder that it's been 3,684 days since the Canadian team clinched a spot in the Stanley Cup final. Boy, oh boy. Ten years. 3,684 days. Ten years since that has happened. And by the way, I had people on air, Todd Wright, famously, who was like, there, there will not be a Canadian team this year. But the Canadians are on the cusp of it. Still scoreless, though, in Montreal. Eight minutes left of the, uh, is that eight minutes or six minutes? Eight minutes left of the uh, first period of this one in Montreal. We will keep track of that. We will have Johnny Avello join us. By the way, it was six minutes. Johnny Avello will join us next from DraftKings. we got questions Uh-oh. for Goal Montreal. Oh, that's good for some of us. I'm happy going into the break. We'll update that coming back. Avello next right here on Prime Primetime Action. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Uh, Canadians power play goal again. Shea Weber gets credit for it. I believe it was a uh, deflection off his stick, which uh, was so close to Robin Leonard. Leonard had no shot whatsoever at that. And so the Habs up on the Golden Knights, one to nothing with uh, just over five minutes left in the first period as I continue to make friends all over Las Vegas with my Canadians bets. Oh, my screen just went dark. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Did Vegas Vegas nodded it up? <laughs> there it is. Vegas knots it up at one apiece as that trickles through Carey Price. So one to one. Never like it when it goes dark when it's on that side. Yeah. Of the so there you go. We are tied up and uh, Leonard feeling good now. 
we're back to where we started with 508 left in the first period. Uh, Price just couldn't corral this, and it just trickled through. Uh, so uh, this is your kind of hockey so far now. Yeah, so far. One to one. Oh, another oh, a little deflection. bit of a deflection. Yeah. Oh no! So he could, he had no shot at yeah. it really either. Well, I guess he could have gotten in front of that. But uh, who was that? Smith with a goal. So a couple deflections off sticks, and we're knotted up at one apiece. And then takes an elbow to the face. Yes, game six of the <laughs> Stanley Cup Finals with the Canadians up three games. Very hockey two. goal. It was just a, a, the stick t- and then. The, the forearm shiver into the face of the goalie. That's Hockey what is happening. Yeah. Uh, let's bring in sportsbook director over there at DraftKings. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our friend behind the book, Johnny Avello. Our friend is Johnny Avello, not behind the book, Johnny Avello, <laughs> but that's the name of the uh, segment, behind the book with Johnny Avello. Johnny, how are you, sir? Hey guys, I'm I'm well, thank you. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about hockey in general here, obviously in Vegas, where you are based, uh, and at where you have worked for so many years. You're very familiar with the the Vegas Golden Knight money that comes in. People cannot stop betting this team, no matter the circumstance. At DraftKings, we're in so many jurisdictions. Is that uh, you know? Obviously, it's not the case exactly. But are they, you know, a team that people like betting, or do you find it pretty evenly dispersed? No, you know, surprisingly tonight, we actually have Montreal money. Um, And I say surprisingly because our bettors realize that the Golden Knights are a good hockey team and do fight back, uh, you know, from being behind in series and games. So, um, but tonight, it it feels like the bettors maybe have – you know, given the Knights as much room as they're going to give them and feel like they're they're to the end of their rope. We'll see. Uh, you know, the Knights coming back now and tying the game, showing a little bit of moxie there. But Montreal is playing with a lot of confidence, and uh, the betters kind of feel the way that the, the Canadians feel. Johnny, we've got a, a game tonight in the Suns and the Clippers. I'm curious how these type of games, you know, Suns, not the biggest – not the biggest market there. And you got the less sexy LA team. Do betters even care at this point? Cause there's only four teams left. There's only two games, you know, that are, that are rotating between. Does it matter at all? Or they're just betting whoever's whoever's out there. No, they care. I mean, this game is going to, this game's going to handle a lot of money tonight. It's our only NBA game. It, it's mostly on the suns. Uh, you know, the Clippers, it looks like Kawhi Leonard is done. Uh, I don't know if he'll if you'll see Kawhi Leonard again, and you know whether it'll be if they come back or at all, even if they make it to the finals. Uh, his injury is certainly, uh, it, you know, it's a lot, lot more problem problematic than than we know. Uh, but we're seeing Suns money tonight. Uh, you know, nobody's interested in the Clippers right now. So um, if they win a the game tonight, maybe so. But until they can show something where they can beat this team. Uh, the betters are just sticking with the Suns. What about with the Hawks and the Bucks? Hawks obviously win game one, and we still see money coming in on the Bucks for game two. Uh, looks like uh, they're seven and a half, pushing eight point favorites once again. Were you surprised by that? No, we're going to see Buck money, I think, Gil. I know there's been some early Hawk money, but we're going to see Buck money in this one. Uh, the Bucks were. The game was there. To, it was the Bucks game. Should have, uh, you know, should have put it away. But the game got stolen from them. And the Hawks have a way of doing that, don't they? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think Buck money is going to show up uh, tomorrow night. I think it's we're going to have a big decision and need those Hawks. Johnny, we kind of stumbled into that. You guys already have up some Olympic game. Uh, 
bets that people can make. I see, you know, basketball's up. There's tennis that are up. There's the the medal counts, uh, a couple of other different things that, that you can bet on as well. Is this one of those where it depends on what state you live in and then also which events are people going to be able to bet on and which are they not going to be able to bet on? I think like judged events aren't able to be bet on. Is that correct? Like how does this all work out? Well, we have a lot of events up right now, uh, you know, and and they're all up in a future, you know, capacity. It's not like any, you know, head to head yet. Um, yeah, it's not in all states. It's in some. It's in most. Um, the one that, of course, is going to get the most action is going to be the men's basketball and the women's basketball. Uh, we'll follow that up. Um, we opened up the men's the, the favorite at minus 335. It's kind of a short price for the USA, but you know our feelings is that the USA team maybe not as stacked as they've been in the past. And we know that Spain and Serbia have a couple of quality teams that maybe can contend this year. Uh, but you know that's where I think we're going to see most of the action, not only on the future book, but on individual games also. I'm curious, Johnny, because with uh, you know with our common North American sports, football, basketball, hockey, DraftKings, and, and legalized sports betting has been around long enough, where you have some basis upon which to you know uh, project how you might do handle wise from year to year with the Olympics. Uh, we haven't been there before. Do you guys have any internal discussions about, hey, we, we expect to do this kind of business on this? Or do you just sort of throw your hands up and say, ah, well, let's see what happens? Uh, we, we have projections. I mean, we're, we're probably a little on a conservative si- side for the Olympics. You know, we've got games like you got, uh, you know, field hockey, uh, handball, rugby, water polo, uh, you know, Sports and tennis is also, we all know tennis will write some business, but, Mm -hmm. you know, some of these others, we're not so sure, Gil. Um, And, you know, doing these games in the past, I can tell you that they haven't written a whole lot of money, but maybe with a network the size of ours and being as spread out as we are, maybe I'll be surprised. Are you surprised at all in Euro 2020? I am not a soccer guy myself. I've made zero bets. I actually what? made a. I actually made a vow. I would not make any <laughs> soccer bets in 2021, Johnny. But uh, what about the the rest of your network out there? Yeah, that's doing real well. You know, normally this is an isolated tournament. Um, it's because basketball is over by now and hockey is over by now, and so this kind of takes center stage. Besides baseball. Well, this year it has to compete with basketball uh, and hockey. And it's still doing very well because the games take place at different times uh, other than, the, you know, the uh, the other two sports. So it's doing well and it could it, it, it'll probably it'll probably continue to uh, do good right through the end of the tournament. We're just coming off the U.S. Open golf tournament, which was just spectacular from a fan's perspective. And obviously, so many of us bet it and bet it different ways, right? Before the tournament started, after each individual round, and then there's the live betting. Um, What sort of insight can you give us on how big the live portion of that has become, and particularly on the final round? The live betting was going really well. Now, remember, guys, it was about the 10th, 11th hole and all the guys were bundled up and it looked like it was going to be the greatest finish ever for you know a major tournament and all of a sudden everybody collapsed except for two guys yeah um so we were getting great action at that time on everyone 
And then all of a sudden it just turned, the betting just turned to two guys. So that happens. I mean, uh, you know, I really haven't seen guys fall apart, that many guys fall apart at one time, but it certainly happened that day. Johnny, we appreciate, we always appreciate the, uh, the honesty and the transparency. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Johnny Avello, everybody. DraftKings Sportsbook Director, always kind enough to join us uh, on Thursday nights here on the show. By the way, closing seconds of the first period, it will go to the intermission, one-to-one between the Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Knights, uh, excuse me, Canadiens drew first first blood, and then shortly thereafter, uh, Riley Smith with the... uh, with the equalizer, wasn't Riley Smith the guy that Andy McDeal said uh, to go under on with points tonight? I may have missed on that one. Um, don't hold me to that. But one-to-one now, Montreal and Vegas going into the break. And I guess I would imagine, Matt, that Pretty the, close. That, yeah, that the... <laughs> Pretty the, close. The 143, as I said, it went off at 142. Yeah. So 143 nights plus 114 on the Canadians and then five and a half your live total there. You knew exactly where I was going yeah. with that. Yeah. So pretty much what you could have gotten pre-flop in this one. The drama continues. Knights won. Canadians won. And uh, we'll have uh, basketball to come at the top of the hour as well. So again, just a review for those who are just uh, tuning in right now. None of us have any pre-flop bets on the side or total tonight. I have the Suns. Oh, you have the Suns. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Prove me wrong, Suns. Yes. Pardon me. You have the Suns in addition to your Suns futures. Mm-hmm. You just can't get enough of the Suns. It, it's, it was one point, and I was like, all right, all right. All right. they just got to win. Prove me wrong. Yeah. And you have, and, and Kelly has uh, Over uh, 18 and a half on Reggie Jackson's point total yes. tonight. Okay. I'm sitting it out. I'll wait for an in-game opportunity. I just again, I, I, it's good to know when you have feel for something. Atlanta's been good to me. The over, as you said, Kelly, hit for both of us last night in that one as well. But this matchup between the Suns and the Clippers, I just thought, I don't know. If I had to play a side, I'd be right there with Matt, and I think Matt's like Matt's the simple reasoning of it would be what I'd do too. It's just a like prove you can beat this team, and especially with Chris. Paul. And they just got to win, right? Like, if they, as long as they win, I can't lose money. I, I could push if it's a one point win, but like as long as they win, I can't lose money. I have no, absolutely no inside knowledge on this whatsoever. So let me just preface this by saying this, but. Just for Clippers folks out there, the Clippers managed to win this game tonight. As wacky as this NBA playoffs has been, and as much as we have, we, we from on a daily basis, some new thing comes out. I am not putting to bed the possibility that Kawhi could be back until they tell me so. We'll see. Just speculating. But anyway, that's what the Clippers have to hang their hats on. That starts, eh, who knows how long after the top of the hour. <laughs> we'll update everything in baseball as well. It's VEASAN's primetime action. We'll do some football as well. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.